Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Gaming Blender. I'm Matt, and I'm here with... Scott. Hello. Hello, Scott. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Uh, I, I do like how we, we've got a very, very neat opening now, and it, it's very, it feels like I hit exactly the same notes each time. It's like a yeah. well-oiled musical musical theme. Maybe we need to start doing some something wacky and different that they won't be uh, expecting. Yes. Maybe, uh, okay, let's do it again. So three, two, one, goodbye. No, that's not right. That, uh, <laughs> I, think, I think people will think that we've, uh, we've mucked up the edit um, <laughs> and instead put the end of the last episode at the beginning of the, of the new one. Anything um, is possible with my editing. How have you been? How is the gaming world treating you, sir? Uh, I, so I'll be honest, I fell back into a game called Stellaris again. Oh, yes. Which is a big, uh, it's a big sort of grand strategy um, space RTS, um, for anyone who, who hasn't heard of it, um, one of the Paradox games. It's very, very good, but very, very, very intricate and um, slightly um, slightly autistic, I would say. I, I, yeah, I, f- I feel uh, like it's one of those ones with a steeper learning curve, I think yes. you'd like to say. Where you go and you go, so. I have no idea what any of these buttons do, I'm going to smile and wave. Yes. How, how good you are at it depends how along the autism spectrum you are. <laughs> um, fortunately for me, that means I'm very good at it. Um, what about yourself? Well, I have had, drumroll please, PSVR 2 turn up on my doorstep. Um, because we were paid to review it. No, we weren't. No, we weren't. We're not at that <laughs> stage yet. No, PS, I, I, I pre-ordered PSVR 2. I had an incredibly hectic, because I don't know if you're aware of this, that you could only pre-order it from Sony. No other supplier did it, uh, for, did pre-orders. Sure. And um, Sony also did not send out shipping emails or any information about when it would turn up. So a, a shout out to someone on a forum who essentially found a way to hack into Sony's website. It wasn't really hacking, but essentially looking at the data on the web page. And by using the data on the web page of your order details, you could find out your tracking number before Sony had told you what it was. So everybody everybody had done that in order to... Because DPD, for those not in the UK, the DPD are a delivery service here in the UK, were delivering everything. And it was just turning up at people's doors when people weren't in, going and just like, oh, here it is. It's like, well, I'm at work. Why would I have no, no warning? So I instructed my partner. I was like, don't move. Stay in the front room while I'm at work. We've drifted, we've drifted slightly away from gaming and are now talking about... The delivery services in the but UK. I, I know, this, is, this is a slight rant, rant against Sony. You're having a very expensive piece of hardware be delivered. Why are you not getting ahead, giving your, your customers a heads up that it's being delivered? Why are you just sort of shoving it out into the ether and going, yeah, it might turn up, might not? Anywho, Fair. little rant, mini rant over. What, um, what I have played it a bit, and it is phenomenal. Is it? It really is. It's a very, very clever piece of kit. I do like the fact it has got a wire still. Um, okay. You've got a quest, haven't you? I've got a quest two, quest two, um, um, which is which is wireless. Yes, and unless you you can plug it into the computer. So um, the the PS um, the PSVR two, I've got to say, you don't notice the wire, and it's so easy to set up. You just whack the wire in, you and, and you're golden. So I genuinely didn't notice the wire. The headphones are a little bit more irritating because the ones they supply do fall out, but you can obviously replace those yourself, or you could um, get something to do the equivalent. So that's not a massive bugbear for me. But the actual quality of the headset is sensational. So far, I've just played, <laughs> I've just played old generation games on it. I've just played Swordsman VR, which I believe was a um, PS4 game, which is more of a physics-based sword fighting thing, which I've always wanted to do in VR. So I was like, I'm definitely doing that. I don't care. 
and I also played um, Beat um, Pistol Whip. Sorry, not Beat Saber. Pistol Whip, which is a phenomenal rhythm game. Again, previous generation, but it's just so silky, buttery smooth gameplay. Mm. But I am going to play Horizon this afternoon once we're off this call um, because oh. I'm very much looking forward to that, and I haven't had a chance to play that yet. Oh, lovely! Uh, as in, the, well, they've done a Horizon VR game, have they? Yes, they oh, have. They oh, have. Is, is, is that the climbing one? It's called Call of the Mountain. So I'm assuming yeah. there's climbing involved. I think there's yeah. That sounds. Uh, have to let me know how that how that is. I will do. I will do. There was um, I I obviously the one thing that did happen when I was playing VR is, and I don't know if anyone else has played VR with someone else in the room. I was immediately recorded by everybody else because I was making little whimpers and screams as people were attacking me. Yes, no, naturally, yeah. That's um, when myself and a few few of my friends played Phasmophobia, which is the ghost hunting oh, of course, game. Yes. Um, that's genuinely terrifying because like the ghosts like whisper in your ear and like scream at you and stuff and it is genuinely terrifying um you know I, 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 there's a video of me somewhere sort of like in the fetal position um <laughs> so uh so yeah it's uh yeah no I, I i'm fully aware of how how terrifying it can be in vr but i, I do believe that vr games will eventually become not not all games will be VR games, obviously. I don't, I don't think it will overtake everything, but I think no. that it will become a quite a large part of the of the gaming industry, and I think that it will become much more commonplace because obviously at the moment it's quite a unique piece of kit. Um, I think it will become a bit more ubiquitous as time goes on. I agree. I think it's going to become one of those things that as the killer apps become more available, like Half Life, Alex, you're going to get you're good, but it won't be the majority of games, but you will get a very strong outing on VR as it becomes less of a novelty. One thing yeah. I do actually want to bring up, though, is I know the Quest and everywhere else was so far ahead of the BF, original PSVR. As, as fun as it was, yeah. it had, you, you had the light light orbs on ones going around, yeah, yeah, yeah. Movement, which didn't have any grip. I had to get very quickly get used to the the fact that you have to actually grip with the new yeah, controllers in yeah. order to like if you if you push down with your fingers then your character's hands grip so i spent ages in the swordsman game i accidentally dropped my sword went back to pick it up and was just waving at it for ages because i didn't know how to grip why so won't was, you get into my just, hand I was like, hello mr sword <laughs> yes yes no you're sort of stroking it while it's on the floor <laughs> please, <laughs> please go into my please, hand please i need you come to uh, my aid Anyway, I'm hosting and I've done a good old six minutes or so of not actually hosting. So this wonderful, wonderful listeners out there, young, old, new and also old. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's about to say. This, this is still, still old. Um, this is the Gaming Blender, the wonderful podcast of hypothetical games where myself and Mr. Mr. Scott here also, also, we well, don't know why I'm going with that. <laughs> well, I am also here, listeners. Uh, Scott, Scott is also, also here. We can we combine many game genres and mechanics and narrative elements into one hypothetical game, and they will be selected at random to give us a nice, fun blend of things that makes an absolute mashup, and it comes out at the end, and we don't know what it's going to be, do we, Scott? It could be anything. No, no, it could be anything. I, that is that is what I do enjoy about doing this. Is that we genuinely don't know what's going to come out the other end. Um, this uh, is unscripted yeah. as it gets, ladies and gentlemen. If that wasn't already apparent. Oh yes, no, I I don't think there are any. Have we ever done a pre? scripted exchange no we've never done pre-script actually previously no. i was i was writing because we had to do i had to do a bit of admin I, I was downloaded a script that i'd written for an advert me and you were doing um separately and yes. beth my partner went um oh do you write the scripts for them I was like, no 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 no, <laughs> I, no, no. I, I don't no, think no. i don't think i'd be a particularly good script writer just suddenly talking about and then there are monsters that tunnel from caves it's like what are you going on about here 
Yeah. yeah. So, so, so listeners, if you enjoy the nonsense that Matthew and I speak, it, it, it all comes from, from our own heads, not, not, not pre-scripted, which is, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. No, we are um, available for hire. So if you want to hear this nonsense for an hour solid, we were at 60 pounds an hour. Mm. Um, <laughs> I, I can give you lots of nonsense in that time. Yes. Um, anyway, I, I feel we should start. I feel like we should kick off. So I, ladies and gentlemen, I have a huge amount of numbers here and Scott has to pick from one of them. And yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I completely messed up there because I I had the wrong tab open and I was going through, terrified, thinking I deleted our our back system and went, oh my god, where's it gone? I just got. Scott has some numbers and um, yeah. Well, anyway, basically what you said. Scott has some numbers, and I feel that he should pick from one of them. <laughs> I will. Okay, so... So we have uh, 1 to 19, which are video game genres. So the mechanics will come after, but we start off with the genres. So, Scott, 1 to 19. I will, of course, to... flag if you Go have on. picked any recently. Yes, of course. Uh, so I don't think I've picked the the unlucky for some number 13 before. Oh, you have picked it before. Oh, I have. But not for a while. Okay. Go on. 13, and I do love this genre, although I'm too afraid to play it, is horror. Ah, good. <laughs> Good, Welcome good, horror good, good. games. Good, good. So good. for any horror aficionados out there who love horror, I don't. I love it from afar. I'm one of those people that I, I'm absolutely obsessed with the concept of horror and the way people get scared, and I find it really interesting. And then someone puts me in front of something really soft horror, and I go, oh! Yeah, yeah, yes. He, yes. For, for you, you won't ever see him, but listen, he does wilt like a... Like a, like a flower in the in in the sun. My um, my favorite ever line from literature, um, not literature, all time line. Sorry, that's that's a massive over exaggeration. But a line I quite enjoyed was from really Alex Ryder's Stormbreaker books. Okay, and the line was it was it was the last thing you can have is for your imagination to become your own enemy, and I really like that because it sums up my approach to horror games, which is generally the actual thing that's scary isn't that scary. I just get myself in such a tiz. Going, oh my god, oh my god, what's going to happen? Someone's going to jump out now. Oh, they're going to jump out over there. Oh, they're going to have a they're going to have a bum for a face. Ah! They're going to have a bum for a face. That's <laughs> you know, the, it could be anything. That's the sort of the epitome of horror. That's my um, that's my attitude. Anyway, so now we're going to combine these with some mechanics. Scott has one to thirty-seven to choose from. Uh, Pick two, Scott. I'm going to go for number twenty-two, and I'm going to go for number thirty-two. Let me consult. 22, okay, and 32. Yes. That's all you're getting from me. Ooh. (laughs) Getting an ooh. Nothing else. Go on, then. What are they? They are open world. Okay. And then they are co-op focus. Okay. Um, I, I like this idea. I think this is a challenge because one of the least funny things you could funny, <laughs> horrific things you can do in horror is generally have a friend with you. Yes. Having a having someone even if the person that is there is an NPC, that makes it better. If you're in a horror game and you're by yourself, it can depending on the horror game, it can be absolutely terrifying. You know, with the atmospherics and the music, etc. Even if there's an NPC there who occasionally speaks to you that makes it better there was a game a while back that split people it was the blair witch game this came out about two years ago now and essentially you had a dog that was with you and whether you found that game scary or not was sort of up to you but everybody said it was genuinely scarier when the dog had gone (laughs) 
Yes. Yeah. No, remember I, the dog I, went, everyone was like, oh, okay, this is now problematic. Yeah, this is, I, I no longer have my friend. Um, th- I also want to just, I, I want to jump on. in, sorry, I'm going to give you a quick shout out to a Dead Space 3, the original Dead Space mm. 3, because this is essentially what they were going for. If anyone's played Dead Space 3, they'll know it's a very action-orientated, not particularly scary game. It's is it, that, that's what it is. Originally, yeah. the plan was a co-op-focused horror game. Now, the idea behind it was that they would have the two players experiencing different things at the same time in order to imply that the players were hallucinating and they couldn't trust each other when playing. Interesting. So some players would see an enemy and some players and go, oh, there's an enemy over there. And go, no, there isn't. So it was a really nice idea. It got cut eventually. Um, mm. um, and everybody curses EA, but yeah. So what's, what's interesting about these picks is that horror and co-op you can do, and there are precedents for it, etc. Open world is not something that goes usually with co-op, because co-op, you, you know, it relies on set piece, um, set piece things, which then require you to have a more linear pathway. Because you got you, you want you need people to go into certain areas to you know to to cue the the set piece. So that's going to be interesting. I like the fact that we've got a horror game because I think that I think there's much more you can do with horror than what has been done previously. I think what we normally do as human beings when we have horror is we think of zombies and we think of anthropomorphic monsters and you know all that sort of stuff and all we think of murderers and and cannibals and things like that very sort of human focused. I do have an idea as to how we could make this a little bit different. Um, well, this is the gaming vendor. Different is our bread and butter mm, and, very and, different. and special sauce and burger. Everything, and... everything about this is different. Um, I, so, 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 yeah, I, open world, yes. Co-op, I think, will be quite easy. Maybe we can think of a, a good way to nuance that. But So my horror idea, okay, is actually um, to, to, is more focused on what is going to be what is going to be the horror focus? Okay. So for me, I think that most people in the world are terrified. Well, don't like creepy crawlies. They don't okay. like insects. They don't like spiders, realistically. But they're manageable because they're small. Okay, are you just doing was it eight legged freaks that really terrible horror comedy film from no, no, that, no, no, the early two thousand? No, 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 no. I don't. I don't agree with this whole idea of you know making them big. Okay. okay. It's the idea make us small. Yes. So my thought being is that it will depend on the narrative, which we'll get to later, but we could think of a reason whereby you and someone else are, you know, shrunk down to the size of, you know, smaller than an ant. And okay. you have and you have to, you know, get somewhere or do something. But at the end of the day, a spider is now 12 foot tall and you can see all the hairs and everything and it's absolutely disgusting just want to check you're aware we finished the ant-man episode right yes good just checking because you <laughs> you've now no, seemed so I, to be no, stuck I, I, on the I, going small idea no i know i know he did that i know he did that last time but my only thought with that was is that you don't usually see horror games that are if they're not about if they're not about human monsters then they're about fantastical monsters rather okay. than monsters that are real. You know, let's be honest, a spider is a monster. It's just small. <laughs> small monsters. They're, they're, they're just small monsters. Whereas if they were big, 
or if you were in comparison small to it, that would be quite scary. So and how do you work the co-op? Especially, especially if you have like, you know, if you do it with the atmospherics and like nighttime and stuff like that, then it could get really scary really quickly. Can you imagine like a giant spider coming at you in the dark? Um, hang on. Yes. Yes, I can. <laughs> Is it terrifying? I, I know that you're more scared of snakes. I but, God, I, oh God, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. You can make it. You, you don't, it doesn't have to be creepy crawlies. You can make it everything. I think the relative size, if you're smaller than an ant, and a fight against a snake is going to take days, you're going to be working your way. It's going to be a level, the fight on the snake. Exactly. Can you imagine that? It'd be like, it'd be like, um, it'd be like if you had to fight Jormungandr in, uh, in the God of War films, like fighting yeah. this giant snake. Yes. You, know? I, 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 you haven't played this sequel to that yet, have you? No, I haven't. No, okay. Catch up. Uh, uh, I haven't got it yet. Don't ruin it. Um, so, okay, that's an interesting idea. So, how do we then bring in the co-op side to make sure that the co-op element is not detracting from the scares but adding to it? I mean, do they have to add? Oh, to I've it? got an idea. Actually, sorry, Go I've on. got an idea. Go on. When we played, was it Seven Days to Die? What was the what was the horror game? The horror survival game. Seven Days to Die. We we played for a bit. Okay, because the idea that I have is the scariest bit of that game for me was when I was first dropped in the world and I knew you were somewhere in the world, mm. but I couldn't get to you because yes. we'd been dropped in a different areas. So I, I found that terrifying, that sort of necessary, that need to um, to sort of get moving and get out and get, get on top of things, but also not having your help. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe there's an idea that when you're stood next to each other, Say in our narrative, these two characters stood next to each other when they're shrunk down. Mm. As you shrink, obviously, distance increases relatively. So you end up at different ends of the map. And maybe what we can do is introduce some way of limiting communication between the two people. Obviously, people can have their own calls and stuff. But maybe there should be some sort of mechanic where you have to communicate with the other person via some sort of system. So it feels like you're much more isolated, despite the fact you are working together. So, OK, idea on that. Uh what you can do is you can take away any sort of map. There's no okay. in-game map. There's no mini-map. There's nothing, none, none of that. So there's no way of you f to look for where someone is on the map. Yep. There's no. There's nothing on your HUD uh, to say where your fellow person is. There's nothing that even highlights them as an like an icon over there somewhere is your mate. So okay. that means that you, if you decide to split up for any reason you have to find each other again and you have to have a system of finding each other again maybe because... we can maybe we have it as in we encourage the players to be on different sides and be be sort of exploring and and splitting up because that's a sort of gameplay thing but in order to find each other again one of the most obvious things is they can have these flares which so you people can see each other on the other side of the map but there's also the side that that will attract the critters yeah. So, so what I was thinking, yeah. So instead of flares, you could just use, you know, if, if they're if they're tiny, they could just use matches. Well, yeah, that's quite a cool idea. Just a little, just running around with a match. Just, ah! just, 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 I mean, to be fair, if you're tiny, a match is massive. So, yeah, well, maybe, maybe you have... could do it as in like the matches. This would be this would almost be a bit jokey, but you could have the matches almost like bonfires, as in they're set in in Dark Souls or something. So they're set up rather than you're carrying one around with you. Yeah, you could just light a beacon. You can go. I've gone to stand. I've lit in the beacon, the, the beacon or whatever. I've lit in the match. I'm over here. <laughs> I'm over here, and they go. Oh, I'll follow you. And I, that way, you can't always have sort of a source of light. You've got to. Maybe you've got something much, much, 
much much the, smaller than a Mac. This could get quite difficult as well because if we're using if we're doing open world, then there's going to be large areas where there's lots of grass. Yes. And if you're a lot smaller than the grass, you're going to have to climb said blade of grass <laughs> in order to see this this sort of bonfire. And I think the way you know an easy way to make this pretty scary is to set it all at night. Well, I've got an idea. How about if we can work this in the narrative? How about, and this is going to be, sound slightly bizarre, but screw screw, screw you. Um, <laughs> Already, I haven't even said anything. <laughs> a preliminary screw you. A preemptive, a yeah. preemptive screw you. Not preliminary, yeah, preemptive, not preliminary. Um, how about we have a moon cycle? Okay. Well, so so essentially, this, this takes place over multiple nights, but depending on what, what sort of in night you're in, you have more light to work with it's because right. of the moonlight. So essentially you okay. can be like, right, okay, I want to travel all the way out there. Actually, I don't think I'm going to be able to do that tonight because there's no moon. So we're not, I have to rely on matches. I have to rely on these what? small elements. And, and okay. So, I, I, so what we could say is the reason you reason it, it there's a, there's a moon thing. So the, let's say, let's say obviously I'm assuming we're on earth. These are, Shrunken yes. humans rather than so what we can say is the reason you can't go out during the day is if you go out during the day the birds will eat you yeah so, bird, you know, yeah so you know so you know the only the only bird that hunts at night is the owl and that's not going to go for things the size of an insect they go for like mice and stuff so but birds actual birds go for insects so we can say that you know you can't survive in the daytime because of the birds so yeah. you can only go out at night but the problem with that is all the insects go out at night as well all the insects are out and also you're subject to this moon cycle, which can kind of mean that you're, it's going to be more or less difficult to get places. Yeah. So you can travel at night, but sorry, you can travel when there's no moon. However, you've got to completely rely on, maybe you could do like you have leaves that you could light on the matches. So they have X amount of time before they've totally run out. Yeah. But then, as you said, the issue with that is as soon as you light something, everything is going to come for you. Yes. Or at least come and investigate and then come for you. <laughs> Come and investigate. Excuse I mean, me. I'm just imagining. I'm trying to sleep. If you're tiny, if I was the size of an ant and I encountered a house spider in the dark, I think I might die on the spot. So I'm assuming this is going to be first person. Yes. Now I'm just going to speak, I'm going to address the elephant in the room that you may not, but this is also quite similar to the mm. game Grounded, which was recently released by, I can't remember if it was Bethesda, it might be used by Ubisoft, I'm not sure. But this is quite similar. I would oh, be it? clear that the way that we are separating it is by having this co-op focus in separate areas to induce the horror and the moon cycle and stuff like that. That's mm. that, And I haven't played Grounded, so if this is very yeah, similar, not, neither, I'm very sorry. Neither have I. I'll be honest, I hadn't actually heard of it. Um, so there you go, completely original. There we go, mm, yes. Um, but I think the horror bit, I think we can ramp up the horror. And I'm trying to think how I like the idea of you being in a different area to your friend. But obviously that horror alleviates the moment that you. Well, you can you can do it by the breadth of things that you encounter. Obviously, you know, atmospherics are always going to play into it. The lighting, the music, all that sort of stuff. And, and, that, and that's as that's as maybe we'll just we'll just say for this, the music and the lighting is going to be scary. Um, and then, <laughs> and then you know, there, there we go. There we go. But no, for, for this, to say, for example, if you're shrunken, the garden, let's say the, your average sized suburban garden is like the size of, you know, some ridiculous video game map. And, you know, or say say if it's just like a park, a parkland. 
you've got you could have loads of different types of terrain in say you know in in you know you've got you've got woods you've got grassland you've got you know you've got more sort of you know dirt areas you've got you know ponds and all this sort of stuff so there's there's so many there's so many sort of different environs that you can create when you're small okay um, i th- i think let's move on to the narrative to be honest because i think we need a bit of um a bit of a drive here to understand what our goal is and that might dictate some of the mechanics so we have one to 19 of generic plots motivations slash just generic plots really mm-hmm. uh, for scott to choose from scott what, what are you feeling today i'm going to go for 13 again because 13 went quite well last time maturation rite of passage coming of age Someone growing up morally, spiritually, Ooh. or emotionally. Ah, the irony. Growing up. <laughs> okay, no, I've, well, I've got an idea. Okay, okay, go for it. So coming of age uh, in some societies is, a, especially if you were, say, a man, um, was usually a, a manly pursuit. You'd go out and kill an animal, or you'd, or you'd survive for a certain number of days in a hostile environment. How about we say that in this so what we could do is we, we could we could set it you know in the past okay we could we could set it in a uh we could set it in a place um where there has sort of a, a sh- you know, shamanistic traditions of sort of magic and all that sort of stuff and you could say that you know for this particular let's say you're in a certain tribe and on that in, in this particular tribe when you get to your coming of age or the people who are let's say you know six people at the same time will all come of coming of age there's a coming of age ceremony each year and part of the ceremony is that they are you know they are shrunken down and they have to hunt these terrifying insects are we going to say hunt or escape i kind of like the idea of just them being told you have to survive I like the weirdly. I like the idea of maybe you having two people doing this um, ritual who are seen as partners, whether that be man, man, man and woman, woman and woman, um, whatever it is, and they are shrunk down opposite ends of what will eventually be the open world when you're shrunk down. You have to find each other, and then once you've found each other, you have to. Um, I don't know. We can have literally light some sort of beacon in order to escape. Escape. Yeah. And then once you've lit the beacon, you get restored back to your natural size. And we can make it quite a really quick game because the idea being is each playthrough is more you play as a new character going through this this session and the open world sort of defines how exciting it is. And it's it's sort of light on plot, but each each experience should be different. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I, I see what you mean. Could you could you make it so that you could kill you know the creatures for some sort of benefit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's I, I think you could, let's you say, let, let's up. say, yeah, and, and and I suppose you could make it so that you know the the uh, what are let's be honest monsters that you would be fighting um, would you know would be so much bigger than you that the only way you could realistically kill them is with two of you. Yes. So in other words, if the game changes once you meet up with this person. It becomes more action oriented because you can take people take these. Um, these insects down yeah and you could say you could you know you could you could use certain you could use the body parts of the of the insects for for certain or you know, creatures for certain things so like you could use i don't know you could use the mandible of a of a beetle or something as a weapon or yes. you know what i mean like like or, or you could use the wings of a of a fly to you know 
uses like a as almost like a parachute or do you know what I mean like something um or you know use I don't know like the exoskeleton from an ant's armor or so do you know what I mean like things like that to make it make it interactive yes no I, and I like that I think that's a that's a good idea I don't think we need to go too deep into plot here if we're doing it to very sort of like understood coming of age yeah I, I think so and, and I think you make it so that it's not it's not a shock to the person to, to the character no it, it's all very not this this is this is what you do this is your coming of age you have you know because you could say it, it's a you know the, the backstory to it could be well you know we are a hunter-gatherer society you 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 hunt you know, elephants and and rhinos and and lions and that if you can't even hunt a spider you know how are you going to how are you going to maybe we maybe we skin it like that yes it's like a it's like uh, you, skin you, it. you you are proving that you are worthy of being part of this tribe that, that makes that makes sense to me yeah um i'm just wondering if there's anything else we can add once you meet up with your mm. colleague that yeah. you're playing with you have obviously that initial scary thing where you're both running and hiding and your lighting matches to sort of guide each other to where you both are so that i can imagine that bit's terrifying then how do we maintain, how do we ramp up the horror once you've got that partner? I'm very aware that we're also running out of time. <laughs> but I I'm loving you, I, I like think, this one. I think you increase you increase the number of things you encounter. Right. You, you, you have an automatic right there together, and the game automatically Ticks will over. generate more more creatures and different types of creatures. You might be going through and you you know you might you might sort of fend off a and you know an ant attack or or something like that and you gotta think there's certain things that you know ants and termites will swarm so you've got to you know that that's that's you know that's the, whereas you know a, a, a solitary spider will just be sat there and all of a sudden you'll, you'll peel back a blade of grass and there'll just be a spider in your face mm. um and then you, you could have you could you could in, include you know giant creatures you know the, the snakes and all that sort of stuff which i imagine would be terrifying if you were Goodness if you were so. tiny um you know and yeah I, so, so i say yeah breadth breadth and quantity of of creatures i'd say is it i mean you know you've got to think there's lots of things you could do which would be scary you know praying mantises i think would be quite scary if you were that small scorpions there's loads there's loads of stuff you could do i think we i think we'd very much set this in not your english back garden just to give a oh, variety no, no. This is, i think you know africa is probably quite a good place because there's so much biodiversity that you right. there's a lot of things you could do a lot of things um, that could kill you and you know the spiders are really big and the snakes you keep coming back really to the big. spiders you keep coming back you to the know spiders. you don't like snakes i yes. don't like spiders okay we know this you know so you know that that's why i keep mentioning them because they're the thing that if i were playing this game i wouldn't mi- really mind about bumping into anything other than the spider i, I think, say that now and i bump into an ant and go, oh, it's an ant. <laughs> i think i would i would just snake generally if i just see pictures of snakes now even i get all shivery so i'm just gonna be terrified absolutely everything um but yeah so what would you call this game scott um we've got we've got i'll just give a quick rundown of what it is while you think we've got a horror game that has open world and co-op focus in so in this horror genre but there's no map and it does uh, you get shrunken down to a small size as part of your tribe's ritual of becoming a becoming an adult and fighting your way through and trying to meet up with your co-op body body buddy before then charging off into the distance and lighting a beacon that will restore you to normal size there's no map, 
at all. There's no HUD because we want it to be as scary as possible when you're trying to find your co-op buddy. And also there is a moon cycle. As time goes by, you take shelter during the daytime to avoid getting eaten by birds. But at nighttime, it depends on where the moon is to how much um, how much light you have, just to add a bit more horror there. Um, so, Scott, have you got a name for this wonderful shrinking game? Uh, yes. What about The Hunted? Maybe. Maybe a bit generic. <laughs> Such a lukewarm response. Well, I don't um, it could be anything. Uh, okay. The Hunted. No. The Hunted. Um, the Huntini. The Huntini. Um, what do you think? I My brain kind of said, I kind of had all creatures in my head. All creatures? Well, based on the line, the biblical, like, all creatures great and small. Why don't you just call it all, great, all creatures great and small? It seemed a bit long and wordy. Does it, does it. it did all, seem about all creatures i like all creatures i could do all creatures Lovely. We'd, have, we'd, we'd have to put all creatures in it well, you know, if, if, if someone turns up and said well oh, there's not a penguin in there mate <laughs> that's not all creatures is it it's not all of them i don't think we can cover all of them i just like oh, the fact that i just like the the reference it just seems to flow off the flow flow off the tongue roll off the we, tongue we can make a procedural generator that can procedural generate anything on planet earth yes all of a sudden, you're, you're going, you're sort of trekking this tiny figure in the African savannah. It's a walrus! <laughs> People will be like, why is there a walrus there? Well, it says all creatures, mate, you know. It's, it's a walrus. This is far more ridiculous than that polar bear I just encountered. <laughs> but I know, I think, yeah, we'll go with all creatures. All creatures, okay. The new horror game, All Creatures, coming to a uh, ab- abacus near you. An abacus? Yes. That was niche, wasn't it? <laughs> I, was very, I mean... Have you played games on an abacus? Yes. That I don't win often. Right, okay. <laughs> I'm not even so, gonna, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not even that was ask. that was episode thirty-three of the gaming blender, where next week we're going to be doing abacuses. Um right. and that was the game All Creatures. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please review us on whatever platform you're listening on. Please subscribe to us and also come and hit us up on Twitter at Gaming Blend Pod, where you can drop us ideas of what you'd like to see in a video game and we can incorporate that into the next episode. But for now, I've been Matt. And I've been Scott. Keep blending. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.